0: What's up, you guys? Fightful at Fightful.com. It is August 21st. We are here to talk SmackDown in Thunderdome. I am joined, as always, by Jeremy Lambert, but that's not all. We have a secret source on the inside of Retribution that thankfully joined us. Um, I can't confirm it's Alex Pawlowski, <laughs> even though there are boilerplates that say his name and his Twitter handle. And then he has the same background, but we we got the source. you guys wanted more breaking news on this show. We got it for you. we got it for ya. How are you how you doing source
2: i'm 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 here you know i I was able to get out of the arena. I'm not really sure how I got into the arena, but I was able to get out of the arena the same way. Wait, wait, uh, wait!
3: You don't know how? You threw a cinder block, two. and then another oh, cinder that was, block. That,
2: that was the, that was the PC. We've we've changed up uh, a lot of our sources. Oh, okay. I, I was able to get in through an open door. Somebody had like put some like tape on the little latch thing as you close the door, and I was just able to walk in through it. So,
0: <laughs> guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. It really helps us. We passed uh, thirty thousand subscribers. Uh, this week, big thank you for that. You can also check out fightfulselect.com where our source typically reviews (laughs) Raw and SmackDown and some pay-per-views as well. However, he's joining us tonight as he will be on tomorrow's NXT post show with Jeremy Lambert. I'll be doing the Triple H media call. Uh, so I'll be back here on Sunday night, uh, giving you my SummerSlam thoughts along with John Alba, but I will also have an NXT takeover review on FightfulSelect.com. That's the most direct way to support us. Lots of premium podcasts, uh, exclusive news. It's a good time over there. But it's a good time here too, damn it. Send a super chat. We already have a ton. We have a ton right now. Uh, get your question or statement read on the air. Will hates says hashtag FTF. That's right. I will be popping in. On the Wrestle Talk live stream on Sunday. I've been hacking their hacking their stuff all week. Just send a chat that says FTF on it. I want to make them change their slogan. Hannah Moore says, My feed is currently finishing up Jeff's match. She is on the <laughs> Thunderdome feed, and I want your first thoughts, Jeremy, on
3: Thunderdome. It's a lot of lasers. <laughs> it is a lot of
0: lasers.
3: Know. It really like it doesn't bother me. I I get why people don't like it, but it it didn't bother me at all. It was just there, and by the third segment, I was like, okay, it's just a different look. I don't think it added anything. I don't think it detracted anything. It's just it's the Thunderdome. Cool. They did the Fiends entrance, and after that, it's like, well, can't really go anywhere but down from here.
0: Yeah, to me, they, they got to change the backgrounds. They got to get a standard yeah. background. That was so weird. When you have a bright background and nondescript faces, then the bright background stands out. That's why NBA has the, the, the yep. black background gimmick. And WWE has the thing where you fit your body into a certain frame. That way they can do that. It's just you got people that are like...
3: <laughs> and it's frozen half the time as well. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Uh, Gavin Wilson says f that f he definitely didn't say jam that jam Anakin a m t sends a super chat and says f t f Evan Wright says thanks for getting the retribution member who threw the second sender block through the p c window on the show. <laughs> did Vince give you <laughs> did Vince give you a demonstration hashtag f t f did he show you yeah. how to do it
2: he showed us he showed us how to throw the first one, and then i don't, I'm not sure I think it might have been Dave, it was either Dave or Steve. One of those guys threw the second one. It's like he did business for himself. He made us all look bad. We all knew how to throw the first one because Vince showed us. But then, it's either Dave or Steve, it's always one of those two guys.
0: It is. It is always one of those two guys. Uh, <laughs> we have tons of Super Chats, and we will get to SmackDown. Tim Traver says, that interview Jimmy Van and Sean did was amazing. Happy to support something positive. Uh, thank you to everybody who checked out Grappling with Grief, Jimmy's uh, charity project. I discuss the story about how, why I cut my hair, the process of getting AEW involved. It is a good watch. Check it out. August three says the only way to make Thunderdome more interesting is if the fans were trapped in the screens like some sci-fi thriller, <laughs> and someone has to save them. Um, not Alex. Uh, based on the close of tonight's show, I'm not going to rule that out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I it's,
2: it's always possible that that think that they something they did that I that I did enjoy. Uh, a few times was they use those screens where the people would be as like part of the entrances and stuff like that i think there's ways of like making all the faces in there like fiend faces that that might be cool to do at some point um or yeah you could put all of them in there they're like you know john cena trapped in the phantom zone
0: yeah we're gonna get to a bunch of the thunderdome comments right now because that's the hot topic and to me It didn't live up to the hype. It was the same thing. It was just video (laughs) screens. That's it. Throwback 27, our dude says, From what I can tell about the Thunderdome, it's like an Epilepics nightmare with all the lasers. Praying for no seizures here. Hashtag FTF. Uh, Hard to disagree with that, especially coming from a guy like him who do deals with that. Myron Kidd says... The fans look bored in the Thunderdome. Well, Myron, you know what? They said they were gonna recreate the true WWE experience.
3: <laughs> and they're frozen we half the time. Of course they were bored. Uh, like they, they couldn't do anything. It was just a still image. Evan Wright said saw screenshots
0: of people asleep, cried <laughs> laughing. Oh man. Uh, Billy Joyner says what's up Sean just became a member of Fightful Select two days ago loving all the content boy we have even more for you Alex McCarthy and Louis Dangor, uh have a retro review they started to do this Louis is like 19 or 20 and he's now reviewing a pay-per-view a month from the month that, uh, that it happened so like 20 years ago was SummerSlam 2000 and he does not remember this stuff he was not coherent for this. So
3: it's I was time. at SummerSlam 2000, and Louis like, yeah, I was oh, born yeah. that month. I was like, thanks, jerk. Oh, wow, I forgot that
0: was there. <laughs> um, Mikey T, MMA Show, thank you for the super chat. If you have a question or statement, make sure you uh, add some stars to it. Throwback27 says, have a kick-ass show. The Thunderdome is interesting, and on Twitter, caught someone sleeping. <laughs> Can't <laughs> wait to see how they do this for Sunday. Hope you guys have a great night. Thank you, Fightful. They gotta work out some stuff i'm surprised they didn't have well one, they should straight up tell people, "Hey, get some lighting and get either get a black or dark background or install one." Alex, why do you think they haven't done that because they don't
2: know to do that yet <laughs> you know like it's it's they're working this thing out as they go they're they're they don't they don't think that far ahead. Just, what, that's, that would that would qualify like as long-term storytelling, long-term booking. We know we're gonna have this match two months from now, so let's book that way. That's not how they do things. <laughs> Everything is reacting to something that went wrong. So next next time we see the Thunderdome, maybe it'll be different.
0: Pass it to DJ says, got my Dong Lord and Sour Grap shirt today. Posted them on Twitter and Alex liked it. Was having a horrible day and that made it a million times better. Thanks for being so amazing, Fightful. Yeah, go to shop.fightful.com. We have a lot of penis related shirts over there if you're into that kind of thing. And, uh, pass it to DJ says, make sure you get your lemonade for tomorrow night with Alex on the post NXT show. I get the feeling it'll be more of a positive experience with Alex, but. You know, you so can it, find the negative in anything.
2: Well, no, I mean, l- listen. Uh, the most recent episode of NXT did, did not, did not, did not sit well with me. So we'll we'll see what the booking has in store for us tomorrow night.
3: I don't I, even watch NXT. It's been banned from my program. <laughs> I have no clue what we're talking about tomorrow. And where's my Point God T-shirt? I want that shirt.
0: Aaron Entertainment says maybe send a link to Thunderdome next time if you want people. To stay awake. That's tr- I know that he didn't get his. Uh, Evan Wright says, can we get alter ego Alex versus Ray Lusterio? Oh, man. No, I, I washed Ray Lusterio. Uh, Louis Dangor's as Ray Mysterio is done. He's done. Speaking of people getting washed, Daniel Marshall says, Jericho got rinsed by Briscoe on Twitter. Oh, that and was I good. That was really good. Here, here's the thing. I don't know if Gerald Briscoe knows that he rinsed him. I think he was being genuine. (laughs) Chris Jericho was like, only seven cases in Sturgis? And then Gerald Briscoe goes, yeah, but you're in the high-risk category. (laughs) God. Oh, man. Uh, Nabil Shadari says, just curious who posts from the Fightful Twitter during shows. That would be Kyler James. Andrew Lollivar says, lipstick on a pig. That's what Jimmy was saying about uh, the— thunderdome experiment it's it's hard to disagree with that yeah eloquent says crowd visual was cool but didn't feel added to the atmosphere i think the novelty were wear after a couple of episodes piped in crowd noise was weird too jeremy i think it wore off after the first match
3: yeah i was <laughs> i didn't even notice it it's the uh jeff hardy match i guess when hardy won spoiler alert i didn't know if they were cheering or booing it just sounded like white noise and it didn't add anything for me
0: Anakin JMT says the piped-in crowd noise sounded tinny, like it was from SmackDown versus Raw 2006. Well, I remember playing Here Comes the Pain with my cousin, and I said, "Wow, this is the most realistic wrestling game I played." And he sarcastically said, "Oh, they play music all through the matches." And nowadays, I'm like, "God, kind of wish they would."
3: <laughs> Better than Michael Cole. Yeah, yeah let's hear wish- some Limp Bizkit going on during the matches. I mean, <laughs> Great. You remember Just he had one the, he had the days. rolling
0: taunt. Fightful yeah. <laughs> gaming <Cool>. coming soon. <laughs> oh man. Uh throwback twenty seven says the Thunderdome was like the beginning of Thunderdome was at the start of the but <laughs> it was like the start of ninety nine Spring Stampede, all the hope in the world, and at the end of it, uh it's just bad. There's only one way to go and that's up. I think I got that comment right. That was a little bit jumbled. Uh Drew Nicholas said uh or actually that was set for the main event, so we'll get back to that one. But we can get to, uh, the opening segment after these last couple super chats. Roger Acevedo talking about a story that Fightful broke. He said Vince showing Gronk how to fall was fantastic. I gotta say, when we broke that story a few months ago, Alex, I didn't know that nobody caught him.
2: That footage was insane. Vince is a madman, confirmed. He's like, watch, I'll just do it. And he jumps onto his crash pad. Like, and, and, and as he's laying there, he goes like this, up the trunk. Eh, yeah. let see, it's not. Like, uh, Pussy! He's in, a, it's, he's, it's, he's in a suit. He's got the tie all done. Like that, he is a certified madman. Uh, I
0: cackled obnoxiously at Jesse the Buckeye's meme that she did where it has him. <laughs> jumping off the ledge, and then it cuts off as soon as he hits. So it just (laughs) looks like he's trying to get out of somewhere really quick. (laughs) Away from Gronk, probably. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Singer Vampire says, Good luck with the show tonight. Big shout-out to the Warren Hayes Discord server for the fun chat during the show. Uh, We appreciate all the super chats, and we appreciate Warren as well, but we do not plug stuff. That's for advertising slots, which, let me tell you... We've got some slots to fill for our advertisers tonight. And August 3 says, That opening segment could have been gold between The Fiend and Vince if it didn't become overproduced trash with Braun and Retribution. So hear me out. I like the opening segment.
3: Let's go ahead and get it. I agree. Yeah. I I like the opening segment outside of the five million camera cuts during the Retribution beatdown, but otherwise it was fine. Um, I don't know where it's going, what's gonna happen. Maybe they could have done more with Vince. I still argue retribution should have attacked Vince. Nobody saved him, and Retribution is just all of WWE retributing against Vince yeah. McMahon.
2: Yeah, that's 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 good. Um let, I, let me I, let me
0: run through the segment real quick. Go ahead, do, do Vince comes out, does absolutely nothing. He's interrupted by Fiend, who's interrupted by Braun, who are interrupted by Retribution. Probably my highlight of this was Fiend waving goodbye and hitting the bricks. <laughs> I thought that was kind of smarmy, and if they're doing, like, cutesy baby face stuff, I thought that was funny. But the locker room empties out to help, and then Braun beats up Gulak. Your thoughts?
2: Uh, I-, I thought the entrance of the Fiend, that, that was a good one to do, like, the first entrance in the Thunderdome. Yes. Uh, Because of all the bells and whistles with it. Um, Yeah, Vince going out there to be like, hey, everybody, welcome to the Thunderdome interruption. It was like, come come on. He just had to be the one who said it the first time. Um, uh, Braun interrupting um, Bray was, okay, so now what we're going to get. And then Retribution shows up. And my favorite part of that is Corey Graves going, how did Retribution get into the Thunderdome? (laughs) Like, Like it's a different place somewhere else that only you have to like have a cue card to get in like i i don't know man it, you that, mean to tell me they traveled several miles yeah that's impossible <laughs> um and uh they keep they keep getting bigger like yes. the the little kids who, who, who took over smackdown two weeks ago they, had they got their big brothers to show up
0: Tonight, Um, they had some uh, little fellow waddle towards the camera three weeks ago. (laughs) This is our house, and I'm like, yeah, until your mom gets home, I guess uh, you're in
2: charge. I I thought I thought it showed a lot of initiative by them to attack Braun, the largest man on the roster, who's now also like you know murder, death, kill version of Braun. Yes. Um, so that shows some gumption, and I, I gotta respect it.
3: Like the group known as Retribution is not going to back down from Braun Strowman, so I don't know why you expected anything different. Well, they, they don't no, need but, their but, baseball bats and stuff, right? Braun doesn't scare them. No, they 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 demand retribution. The group known as Retribution, yeah, yes, yeah. The group
2: known as Retribution, they demand it. Hannah Moore re- points re- out that the Miz
0: points out that the Miz comes out after they fought them all yeah. off because he's a coward. So I'm okay with that.
2: There's
3: layers there, Sean. Layers.
2: he's probably the mastermind behind the whole (laughs) thing. Yes, exactly. I mean, Uh, I I wouldn't know personally because I'm not part of the group. I wouldn't know. I'm not hinting that that's actually the case. In fact, I can neither confirm nor deny.
0: We have some talking smack super chats. Jamin Cito Gomez is talking smack on a Saturday morning. Well, can you blame? They didn't want to counter program one of their own in retribution. So there you go. (laughs) and Anakin says talking smack was announced with Kayla and Xavier as hosts, but Cole said it was Kayla and Miz. Any idea what's going on? No, I don't have any clue what's going on. I hope it's Kayla and Xavier because that's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh, replacement for Renee and Daniel Bryan. I mean, nothing will live up to them, but Jeremy, I think that's that for what they have. That's about as good as it gets.
3: I assume Michael Cole just misspoke. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything they can do with Xavier Woods is cool with me, because he's fantastic. So get him, utilize him as much and as often as possible. Anakin says,
0: We can talk shit all we want about how out-of-touch Vince is. Oh, and I will. <laughs> but you got to give him credit for that fall. And I did. I thought it was mm-hmm. a pretty pretty good fall, and he did not do the one with all the biggest performance center recruits catching him, like Gronk, who is going to be taking tackles in the NFL this year. Did. <laughs> Evan Wright says, Thunderdome or Smash Brothers selection screen? <laughs> it did look like a character selection screen. It did. It looked a lot like it. And JK Schwal says, with the big three here, can we turn this into an NBA playoff podcast in honor of the distraction and the honorable Joe Hulbert? <laughs> Go Bucks. You mean uh, Lon's Joe Ball?
3: Yeah. (laughs) That's mean. Joseph is having a rough night in a rough playoff series. Don't be more mean to him.
0: He is. Well, I am now a Raptors fan, so I'm having a wonderful time. Oh,
3: I'm a Raptors fan now. All we do is win championships. Bandwagoner.
0: Yes, (laughs) I, I absolutely am. So, everybody stays out to the ring while Biggie and Sheamus work this next match. And it's a good one. It's a meat slapper. It's a good old... You know, it's fitting that Alex and I are back on the same show. Because mm-hmm. this was a good sirloin beef sons of bitches match. They beat the shit out of each other. There was, uh, like, that tackle into the stairs. You could see Sheamus's leg marked up. All the suplexes. He had a great bicycle knee, did Sheamus. And it wouldn't be Friday, Alex... Without a good old distraction finish, because that's how I like my baby faces being booked. You know, they turn Big E babyface, and he's barely by the skin of his teeth or by a distraction. You know, Damian Priest does all these cool moves to Finn Balor, and they turn him babyface. And literally, the the perfect description is letting the air out of his tires, which they actually had someone (laughs) do to him.
1: A little on the nose,
0: yeah. As a babyface. Sometimes I just want to watch Big E and Damian Priest destroy people, Alex. Yeah, uh,
2: I mean, I, I, I agree with uh, Big E's booking, like, versus The Miz, who hasn't had a win in forever. Like, he struggled with The Miz forever a couple weeks ago, or last week, or whenever that was. Against Sheamus, I understand Sheamus has also been booked pretty strong, except for that one stupid disqualification finish thing. Um, yeah. And they keep talking about how he's on the strongest run of his career, yeah. don't you know? <laughs> he so obviously Big E will have problems with Seamus.
0: Yes, yes. After Seamus got piss thrown all over him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this. The, I liked the unity in this, Jeremy, where like everybody was out there and they were trying to make sure Retribution didn't come back. I was cool with that because why wouldn't they? And, of course, Corbin is... A doofus and messes it up and causes a distraction. So Seamus should continue to be mad at Corbin. Seamus yes. should keep being pissy, right?
3: <laughs> yes, he should keep being uh, pissy. He's been pissy for like two months now, I think. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be Thursday without the distraction, Sean. Get it right. We're not on Fridays. We're on uh-huh. Thursdays. Uh, this Biggie singles run, doing nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. I love Biggie. Just him winning matches like this i i can't get i can't get behind it he doesn't feel like a real threat and not not really a fan of it and i guess as we talked about last week the king's ransom is still a thing because corbin's like that's how you do it that's how you collect I'm like okay like I, it's still a thing i guess what, what, I what has to
2: happen in order to collect does he have to wind up in
3: the hospital I and you have it to voluntarily to be... quit
2: WWE because he got beat up so bad.
3: <laughs> well, I think it has to be somebody other than Corbin has to attack Matt Riddle. Because Corbin's the only person who's actually like already out. beat
2: him up once. That wasn't enough. I have
3: no idea. I don't he know. You got to steal his flip flops. You got to steal his This is flip-flops.
0: a surprise, but they are not scheduled for SummerSlam, last I heard. But I think they're scheduled for payback, I think. I think. E-
1: e- 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 e-
0: Sitting on my bed said, I was very disappointed. I got the email to be in Thunderdome. Told all my friends ended up being on standby the whole time. Well, let me tell you, buddy, never tell your friends that you're watching SmackDown. I'll save you one there. Uh, Anthony Bennett, the Anthony Bennett, I hope, because I know that the Anthony Bennett has nothing better to do than watch our SmackDown show.
2: Especially during the NBA playoffs.
0: (laughs) Yes, former number one pick. Hashtag FTF, first SmackDown I watch in ages. Fans made no difference. None of them reacting. We'll be interested to see what happens. Yes, they need to pull a Jacob Cohen on Twitter and offer to bring the loudest, rowdiest fans backstage. Jeremy Borash, wake him up, buddy. <laughs> it, it was kind of lame, Alex. Like, and here's the thing. I don't sit here in front of my computer like, yeah, unless we're on the air. Not, right. Definitely not when WWE's on the air.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I hear about these WWE super fans who like cheer at their house and everything and they stand up and they're like rabid fans of one particular act and will like cheer crazily for whatever that person does. Like, how about you get like three or four people for each act that love that act and then you put those four people up on the screen whenever that act is having a match and have them go crazy for for those people as opposed to A whole bunch of people who couldn't give a a damn about Naomi versus Sasha, but they're only here because they want to see Alexa Bliss, and she's never even on the damn show. You know, like, it's all a weird thing. Like, people aren't fans of WWE, the product. They're fans of either great wrestling, which, let's be honest, you're not going to get here, or one particular person or superstar. It's weird.
0: Anakin JMT says, condolences to Brian Zane for the loss of his mom today. I did not know that until you told me that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Brian Zane. Brian Zane is awesome. He makes great content. One of the great guys that uh, I've had the fortune of knowing in wrestling media. And his mom did a hell of a job raising him because uh, he is he's a great dude. And I would imagine that uh, someone like that was a great person and a great mother as well. So definitely send my condolences to Brian Zane. We had uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Cesaro and Nakamura defeated Lucha House Party with somebody pretending to be Kalisto, just way more jacked. He's about to throw Braun in a dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) They attack Lucha House Party backstage. Um, There's not much to this match. There was a botch in there, but I like how Cesaro switches up his offense based on who he's facing. Like, He's not he's not going to do a sit down powerbomb to the Miz, but if he's got Lince Dorado there, he's going to uncork one. And I'm all for that. Uh he gets a clean pin win and I'm fine with that. Short match, okay, that's fine. I'm okay with the, some some short title matches, but uh Jeremy, I'm I'm happier with the clean win.
3: It was nice to see a clean finish. Cesaro is so great. That ending sequence. I don't know if they Maybe botched like the the destroyer part, or just a little clunky. But both guys did a great job of uh, saving that into the finish. There, it, it was a fine match. And yeah, what about you, Alex? What did you think of the match?
2: Well, I mean, the match is the match is the match. The match is uh, a thing that happened, and we know <laughs> you know now who won. The match itself doesn't really matter. What matters is the plans they have. And I guess like Lindsay and Kalisha don't, don't like each other, so so they're gonna break up Lucha House Party as soon as. <laughs> Kalisto got back. That's, that's a weird, yeah. that's weird timing.
3: Yeah. Cause Kalisto's out here getting jacked and getting in shape and everything. And yeah. he comes back. He's like, you so... dorks are losing. I ain't hanging out with you anymore.
2: L- I Dorado's going to be like, wait a minute. Wait, if you were well enough to get in like superhero <laughs> shape, why weren't you in the ring helping us? When we were having all these matches.
3: So the people, you people made him turn on them.
0: Anakin JMT says can Calisto get the getting Jack means to get the gender push please? Well they're they're cut about the same quality of promos, so
3: <laughs> I don't see
0: why not. Maybe they put get I'll a push do. into the Latin American market in Chicago where he's I, from. Per,
2: personally, I think that the angle where they break up the Lucha House party will be a good good Lucha thing. God damn it, woo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anakin JMT says, Cesaro with another Uno reference to Callisto in 3, 2... Uh, you're you probably going to be seeing more coverage of that, apparently. It's <laughs> yes, a thing Jeremy 100%. wants to do.
3: And Anakin JMT, my guy, yes. I appreciate Let me explain to
0: stuff. you all Jeremy here, because he's so good at his job that I'm just like, do whatever you want as long as you're creatively satisfied. So when he says... Can I cover Uno? I'm like, well, have I ever told you don't cover something? (laughs) It's like, I am working on a budget here, so I have to entice (laughs) these people. I got gotta hit him with the FTR deal. He might not you be making as You did let me cover
3: Eva Marie on Big Brother. <laughs> I mean, it happens. I mean,
0: you got the FTR deal. You might not be making as much money as you would in WWE, but I'm letting you do spike pile drivers. God damn it! I'm letting you drive your truck up next to the ring and just do whatever. You get to wear your skinny jeans and your black jacket now. I'm not making you walk around with with the same old cowboy shit on man one time alex wrote about um kelly kelly connecting with test from the dead to get a <laughs> for her marriage which is now over by the way yeah so did,
2: did maybe maybe that was it test was trolling her from beyond he knew it was gonna happen so he's like sure marry him that'll be funny
0: i'm gonna nobody watch can that have you wreck. if i can't evan wright says the fartest shinsuke nakamura hashtag ftf okay Evan Wright says, "I want a review <laughs> sh- of one of these Uno streams, card by card." Jeremy and Anakin collab coming. I'm, I'm whatever, man. We're
3: gonna be. We are gonna for collab content. and do a retro show at some point, but we might be able to pull off uh, doing like a people's couch watching Uno type deal. We'll yep. figure it out.
0: We are doing uh, Fightful Gaming, guys. And before you all hit me up, like, oh, you gotta stream Halo and <laughs> Modern Warfare. Morp- I'm not doing that. We are a wrestling and MMA website. Maybe <laughs> one day, Fightful Gaming will grow and you all can, like, talk about Animal Crossing and shit. Like, I don't know. But if it's got a wrestling personality tied to it, or if it's wrestling, MMA, boxing, something like that, we'll probably cover it. But stop telling me, like, sending me these third person shooters and like all this stuff and being like oh cover that i'm not
3: doing that. malcolm bivens nba my career that's what i'm doing all right i, I, I might wrestling. allow that
0: i might allow that He's <laughs> gonna be five foot three yeah
3: he's gonna be my center uh,
0: the jam one ryan b jam says lince is gonna pull a seth rollins and break up lucha house party i don't know i think it'll be on the Kalisto. you gotta have something different for Kalisto at this point yeah Tyrone Kidd has a question for us. Over or under, AEW doing $1 after getting the rub from the NBA playoff game. Saturday's a death slot, so I don't think they'll do that. I don't think they'll get a million. Yeah,
3: they're going to be up against another NBA playoff game and an NHL playoff game. And and a thing called NXT TakeOver. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think that you... I don't know about the million... But I think they might get a really good number on that Thursday show they're doing because Thursday's a yes. good night for TV, yes. and they're not going to be opposite NXT. So,
0: And NXT is going to be running on a Tuesday pretty soon. Let yeah. me tell you, yeah. if that does well, NXT, I get the feeling, will move to Tuesdays. Mm. That's what I feel. Uh, <laughs> I know. Jeremy's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: One of the few nights that I don't have to pay attention to wrestling shows. I'm like, yeah, yeah, put an NXT on. Here. And
0: Impact, to their credit, sends us their show twelve yeah. hours ahead of time because they know, they know, <laughs> man, they don't want to be here working on a Tuesday night. Kudos to Access TV. Hannah Moore says, I have a wrestling ring on Animal Crossing. Bring it, <laughs> damn, damn! I can finally fight her child on Animal <laughs> Crossing. Fire and desire. So they integrated subtly, kind of subtly. Of uh, my wife's trash talking me, she, she says, should. "You won't do Mortal Kombat on Fightful Gaming because you are afraid."
3: <laughs> no, oh, that's one hundred percent true. I, actually, true. I, I don't.
0: I, yeah. My wife, as a shoot, beat me and Jeremy <laughs> mercilessly and repeatedly at arcade fighting I, games.
3: I am training, all right? I got my arcade machine set up, and I am training for this rematch. Little did
0: anybody know that Jeremy and I were responsible for Wrestlecade getting delayed because we just wanted more <laughs> time to train for my yeah. wife at fighting <laughs> games. Uh, so that – I just want to tell you guys. I want to look you in the face and say, going to handle that shit this weekend. That trash <laughs> talk is not going to continue in this house. But – no no big surprise here uh, to anybody watching this. Sonia Deville was the uh, attempted victim of a kidnapping. And Mandy yep. Rose was there too, so her too. Uh-huh. Um, Mandy says it's been a tough week, and she believes there's good in this world. She speaks directly to Sonya and thinks that uh, the Sonya she was friends with is still in there and wants to put all this behind her and get back to being friends. <laughs> so... <laughs> Backstage, Sonya is approached by Dana Brooke, who goes, I'm so sorry what you went through. And Sonia <laughs> smacks her in the fucking face. And I, sh- I don't know why I found this so funny, but I did. I don't either. Because this is, this is WWE writing, <laughs> complete with the bitch at the end of this whole thing. It's just like, all women gotta be bipolar. All -hmm. women gotta be, (laughs) gotta say bitch. But still, Sonya rocked this shit. She is incredible. She is one of the best promos in the company right now. She says she knew Mandy would second-guess her own challenge. She says, you know what? Everybody knows I don't care if I'm bald or not. So we're gonna go no DQ. Loser leaves WWE. What a badass promo from Sonya,
3: Jeremy. She's been working with Pat McAfee, obviously. Sonia was, was great on this promo. She's been great through the entire empty arena era. But this was another promo that she absolutely crushed. And uh, it was good to see. It, it has, I'm sure, been a tough week for her. So to see yeah. her out there and then crush this promo, it was really good. Alex, your,
0: your thoughts on this? I thought Mandy's was fine, too. And I thought, all things considered, the pivot that they made, I thought they did pretty good.
2: Yeah, I mean, they they spent <laughs> the entirety of COVID like not bringing it up at all. The real world doesn't exist here unless we wanted to make it an angle, remember cuz Jeff Hardy's an alcoholic. Let's do an angle where Seamus tries to prove he's an alcoholic for and then gets pissed on on him. Um the real world doesn't exist except two of our performers were possibly very nearly kidnapped and or murdered. So let's make that an angle. I understand we can't <clears throat> deny it. They got f- what they did for them, grading on their curve was actually pretty good. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly what I wanted. I will say that um, that for Sonya to have that happen, to go through the arraignment and all that shit, and to come in and deliver that promo with that kind of fire. Like she is amazing and,
0: and desire. Well, she's the fire. As, as Anakin JMT just said, that Sonya promo was fire and had desire.
2: Right, but, right. <clears throat> she's the fire, though. Like like Mandy's promo was the desire. Um, she desired her friend back. Yeah, and and <clears throat> Mandy Rhodes says, uh, uh, sorry, Sonya Devol says, no, I shall beat you, and then you will yes. be fired. See
0: that's the whole, that's oh, the fire dude. of the desire. Well, you know what I desire? I desire WWE sticking to their stipulations, and I'm I'm gonna pick up the ball for them. I'm not gonna let people leave this weekend without somebody being bald. <laughs> and that's because all of your balls are gonna be bald. When you use manscaped.com and that code Fightful, oh my god. You're going to have your own hair versus hair match. But you don't want to be gigging during that thing. You don't want to be busted wide open. You don't want an unfortunate accident. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But fortunately, your ballsack hair can be well within your control. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do that. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Specifically, those smooth nuts. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. The lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof and it comes with an LED light. Look at that. Unlike I'm like the cops on super bad right now, like I'm just waving this at you guys. It's an LED light. If you got to take care of this in the dark discreetly, you can do it. Whatever floats your boat. They just re- released the Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, and is a luxury four-piece nail kit. Featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and medium grit nail file. Here's a tip, fellas. Just, just an outside-to-read tip. You take care of your nails, women notice. They look down, they see it, and they go, oh, I could envision some things there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Manscaped gets it done. You get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code Fightful, And you get to pluck your eyebrows, trim your nails, shave your pubes. You know what? Maybe you want some crop preserver. This is anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Nobody wants your dry nuts. Moisturize those. How about the crop reviver? <laughs> don't, don't go through a drought here. Revive those crops. You know what I'm saying? You've already watered them, moisturized them with the preserver. You've harvested them. If you start sniffing your own nuts, I'm not going to be judging you. 20% (laughs) off with the code Fightful at Manscaped.com. Hit them up at Manscaped. Let them know you heard about them through us on Twitter. Say, you know what? I had a giant bush. Even if you didn't. Even if you didn't lie to them. Just let them know that you heard about the idea of hair versus hair from us.
3: How discreet are you trying to be with a vibrating object in an LED light? It's not
0: loud. I had to hold this very close. Like, okay, for example, <laughs> I brought a second one for comparison. You hear that thing? This is a normal trimmer. Listen to the manscape. Now the other
3: one. It is pretty discreet, actually.
0: It is very discreet. <laughs> I'm <impressed. laughs> it is very discreet. Glad you brought that up, Jeremy. Glad, glad you brought that up. <laughs> Sasha Banks and Bailey come out and cut a pretty standard heel promo for them. Corey Graves interviews them, and Naomi shows up. She wants to fight everyone. And Corey Graves says, Let's do a beat the clock challenge. Loser defends their title first at SummerSlam. And we get two really underwhelming matches. Um, I thought Naomi's offense in the first one was good. Bubba bomb, springboard arm drag, rolling pin. And some of her head kicks are really, really slow, though. But uh, I'm talking like EA undisputed two with no stamina. But then she does that disaster kick and it rules. Banks taps her out with the bank statement in 339. So then we go to Bailey, and we're going to cover these at once. And I hated this. Bailey attacks her and gets pinned in 1 minute 44 seconds via an ass to the face. Hate her getting pinned in 144. Hate her getting pinned with that terrible finish. Ugh. Jeremy, your thoughts.
3: I don't like champions losing any type of like non-title match or stuff. Tag team matches, whatever it might be. I don't pin your champions so often. I feel like Bailey's been pinned like the last three taken weeks. so many losses yeah. recently, and,
1: and, we, and knew, we knew
0: we knew you knew Naomi wasn't going to lose both of these. Not after the uproar, I thought she was going to lose <laughs> I didn't. both. Of them. Well, yeah. Oh I didn't, I didn't <laughs> at all. I called this predictably unpredictable because I knew she was going to win one because of the uproar. And it's like, hey, if you want to push Naomi, that's good, but you didn't push Naomi. She just got 50 fifty-fifty here
2: yeah exactly it, does, it doesn't do anything for anybody she the match she lost she lost in less than four minutes yes the match she won she won which doesn't it makes her look so good i guess but it makes bailey look worse than it makes naomi look good nobody came out of here looking good except for maybe sasha i guess because yeah. she beat naomi quickly
0: eloquent says bailey losing to naomi in one and a half minutes was dumb and i can sympathize with her fans that want to see her pushed, but what a way to build up to the, the title match. Yeah. Oh. Dizzy C says, Bailey has to retain given that she's eaten every pin and protected Sasha for two months, unless the story is Bailey turning on Sasha, which would be dumb. So that's happening even though everything before the Oscar feud suggests that Sasha should be the frustrated one. I think Bailey will win and then accidentally cost Sasha the title, trying to help her. But Jeremy, anything to add about to this segment?
3: Uh, I'm glad Naomi did pick up a victory. I thought they were going to beat her twice. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know, and I still think Asuka's winning all the titles uh, in the next two months or two weeks, I guess. Chris Magruder says
0: Bailey has lost four straight non-title matches and five of the last six. That's there the you thing. Go. Yep. They're in that position where she is so good that they think they can just beat her all the time. And the thing is, they can a little bit, but I don't buy her as a champion in that in that event, like. Uh, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And this was stupid to do. Also, I am so tired of these promos. I'm gonna win because nobody is ready for Oscar. <laughs> I'm gonna win because I'm Sasha Banks and I'm the boss. Okay. Okay. I remember vividly I was at a I was at a party like I think it was like ten years ago. One of my friends was like, Oh, you cover wrestling, right? And I was like, Yeah. He goes, man, I started to watch, and I tuned in, and I saw The Miz on there. Mike The Miz from Real World. He's like, I thought that was ridiculous. Then, when he's talking trash to somebody, he says, I, because I'm The Miz, and I'm awesome. And I, he's like, what? Because what? <laughs> <laughs> what did you just prove? And I was sitting there, and I was so conditioned to it, I was like, I didn't even think about that. Like, that was yep. his punctuation. That, that's the punctuation there. Because... And then the catchphrase. Shitty.
3: At least he didn't, wasn't calling people the fartest back then.
0: <laughs> Fair. Throwback 27 says, The screen on the Thunderdome would be perfect for G4 TV when it gets back. Xavier being on Talking Smack is great, but it would be awesome if he hosted Up, Up, Down, Down at the Thunderdome. Mortal Kombat at the Dome. Yes, please. That actually sounds like an awesome idea, Jerry. Yeah. I would love that.
3: Yeah, they talked about, um, I guess it may have been the Uno stream yesterday. Like, they want to do it in, like, a big arena with, like, fans watching and stuff. So maybe they can bring that to the Thunderdome. They should put that on television instead of this show.
2: Somebody made a very good point to me on Twitter today, and I, I apologize for not remembering the name. Um, if there's any situation that would have been a perfect, like, height-of-his-powers type thing for the, for the for the hacker... It would have been in the Thunderdome. Like, if the hacker still existed in, in on SmackDown, if they hadn't just written that off and had completely gotten rid of that angle, him, like now, with all of these things everywhere, he can control all the lights and all the boards and everything, it would have been nice. But no, that doesn't exist. Forget about it. We never actually did that. That doesn't exist.
0: Some of my favorite up, up, down, down stuff was when they were in the stadium playing on the jumbo. Yeah. That was so awesome. And and I actually rediscovered that because I was adding your comprehensive history of AJ Styles being terrible at video games article. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I was I was updating that and I was like, man, those were so good. So I checked those out again and those were pretty good. Colt Badeau says I liked after the match with Bailey only taking her titles and almost leaving Sasha behind. They got to plant those seeds. They're planting a lot of them. There's a yeah.
3: lot a lot being planted.
0: ALR1129 says, gonna trim FTF on my boys with Manscaped. Goddamn right you are. Intercontinental Championship. Oh boy, do I have some thoughts here. Jeff Hardy is being checked on in the trainer's room. We later see that AJ attacked Jeff's knee. And I'd love if we get one match if they weren't like, hey, do you guys remember that Jeff was a fucking addict? Because that's what it is. Uh, Jeff gets his leg worked over. He fights back and he wins. After he avoids the Styles Clash, hits Styles with a knee brace and wins with a Smanton bomb. He then gets treated like he's at the Oscars and gets... <laughs> wrap <wrapping> it <laughs> up, <laughs> Oh, they hit him with the wrap it up button. So, one... First off, if Jeff's the champion why didn't they just put it on Matt Riddle a couple weeks ago? That's so weird. Cause here's the thing. You know, they're not going to do anything with Jeff Hardy in this title. I'm not breaking any news here. Uh, Alex, what'd you think about all this? And then styles going off on Joseph Park backstage. Uh, this,
2: the whole angle where he, where, where, where Jeff got attacked by somebody. And then later (laughs) we find out it was AJ with a camera pointed right at him. And the, the trainer, Being a horrible trainer, like, oh, geez, your knee looks messed up. Can you put a brace on it? I I guess 50 minutes later, there's a brace on it. Come on, trainer. You got to get better at your job. Um, But the whole thing is, of course, they had to do the, the angle where Jeff gets attacked and gets his knee messed up. Because, of course, he has to be even more of the underdog. It's not enough for him to fight from underneath. He has to super fight from underneath. Like, I hate that so much. Good for him for winning the title. But it's not like they're going to do anything with Jeff Hardy holding that title. I hope he loses it at payback. I don't know to who, but I hope (laughs) he loses it at payback.
0: Hopefully to Joseph Park. (laughs) I would actually love that. Uh, That would be great.
3: Jeremy? Jeremy? You can't lose it at payback. Look, this is the Jeff Hardy redemption arc, okay? You guys are just, you're, you're not a fan of just great stories and, and great people rising above all of the noise and the bullying and the addiction job? and people <laughs> trying to hold them down and attacking them. You guys, I don't know why you dislike this. Y'all are some haters on this. They are going out. Jeff Hardy is an inspiration, <laughs> <God>. an inspiration. <laughs> To the entire world, when all this stuff is going on, you got the COVID oh. and everything else going on right now. What would Jeff Hardy do? He would look at it, he would paint his face, and he would say, "You do not stop me. Whatever is in my God life right now, him, I rise above." Wrap you it up. Let's <laughs> you off in
0: honor of Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Evan Wright says, alcoholic versus pothead, icy title feud incoming. If we can only be so lucky, hopefully somebody gets piss (laughs) thrown on them. Anakin JMT says, Jeff winning with a bad knee makes me think they learned nothing from the crap fest Becky had with the bad knee coming out of the rumble. Wasn't nearly as bad as this, even. Just everybody knew Becky was going to win. Everybody knew. Oh, we did not know what was going to happen at the end of this show. (laughs) And let me tell you, we've gotten through this pretty quickly. Nikki Cross is backstage saying that, <laughs> that this Alexa is not the one that she knows. Cool. Glad. Whatever. August Whatever. Th- August 3 says, I wish I had a gong for Jeremy Lambert.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Haters, <laughs> rise above, everybody. Get
0: your super chats in as we are in the last segment. So Firefly Funhouse has, I, I love the concept, but it's become nonsensical and drawn out a year into it. Like, nothing of note is ever said on this show. And that's that's the same method with old Bray Wyatt promos, Alistair Black, Paul Heyman for a while. Like, I love the concept. I love the delivery. It's tough to keep fresh. But Braun shows up and attacks Bray, and he's not finished with Bray. It is hilarious to me. That WWE was like, you know, Braun's floundering as a baby face. So we're going to turn him heel. And what are we going to do? We're going to do all the things that made people like him. (laughs) (laughs) Complete with ambulance, Alex. Now, Alex, you and I were there on the night that wrestling was revived one. When Braun Strowman launched Roman Reigns off that goddamn (laughs) loading dock. Yep. <laughs> it was amazing. It was the it best was thing I've ever covered. Yep, this was not that. <laughs> this, no. <laughs> <laughs> he choked. <laughs> he choke Slam Bray, and as you pointed out on Twitter, you could see his leg from where he landed. <laughs>
2: Like just gagunk, like you can see it just gagunk, two feet off of the thing. You have all the money in the world for like Laser Floyd, like the best Laser Floyd show ever, but you don't have any money to hire an editor to like crop out that one little part of his boot.
1: Oh. My
2: God,
0: and and Bray Bray gets stretchered and ambulance off. (laughs) You got Sanjay, Jamie, Noble, Adam Pierce. If anything, this was good to let us know what producers have not been furloughed, (laughs) and Adam Pierce is like he's great he's great he's like why aren't you going why aren't you going why are you coming back and it's all adam pierce facial reactions and the fiend is there and alex can you give us a recreation of the final (laughs) shot please okay Okay, so here we go here it was Um, the goofiest shit
2: did Adam Pierce not know that Bray Wyatt is the fiend because like when, when the doors opened and it wasn't Bray Wyatt, it was the fiend. I, I was, he that shocked by a costume change because it really looked like he had no idea. Like yes. my, my God, the fiend is there. What happened to Bray Wyatt? What What's going on? Like Adam, it's okay. We all figured this out. Um, two things that I loved: a, the callback to, I'm not finished with you. That should yes. be Bronze catchphrase. What whoever he's fighting, she should beat him up once, and then yell, "I'm not finished with you." With them, and then beat them up some more. That should be his thing. I, I love that. I also loved, and I feel like this is Bray trying to correct things that they've done wrong in the past. When Seth Rollins showed up out of nowhere into the Firefly Funhouse, just because it was like, what, what that thing's backstage? Why, why is that? Why is that there? You you ruined all the mystique. But when Brace like, stops, sniffs the air and says, Ah, what took you so long? You you realize that it was Bray who was had to invite Braun in yes. to the Firefly Funhouse. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to come, which makes it all so great. And then immediately after that, they ruined it by having a backstage brawl. So it wasn't like he invited Braun into another plane of existence where the Firefly Funhouse resides... He invited him to this room back at the Amway Center where they've set up some puppets, which isn't nearly as good.
3: <laughs> it's what? a parallel universe. There was a door somewhere that Braun just, that Braun just entered. The parallel universe travels with WWE. I, I get it. I get it.
0: So we have a lot of super chats about this. <laughs> Evan Wright says that chokeslam spot to Bray was really bad. Yes, it was the old... It was Rikishi Undertaker, which was bad and not nearly as good. Yep. (laughs) Colt Badeau says, I'm not finished with you. Listen, guys, you all can pay $125 for a two minute (laughs) meet and greet, or you can pay me, like, I'll I'll take 20 bucks. Take 20 bucks. I'll do your voicemail. (laughs) Sensei Tiswald says, I wish they would explain how Seth and Bron got into the Firefly Funhouse. Well, Alex, as you eloquently pointed out, he had to have invited him. Yeah, I, I
2: like that. That was different this time than before. But but actually, Bray stopping, realizing there was a presence there that was not there before, and and whispering almost, "What took you so long?" is so great because because it's all part of the plan. Don't you understand? Like the fiend is making Braun into this thing because I believe Bray is trying to tell us that he thinks. The fiend can control the monster. Yes. If he if he if he strips away all of Braun's humanity, he can harness it and and make Braun into his like his giant, like evil, non-speaking, just destructive diesel. You know, his heavy is Braun Strowman, who he can control with his mind powers. I think that's all bullshit, but Bray is trying very hard to make me believe it's real.
3: How much Phil Jackson peyote do you think Bray Wyatt does to come up with this stuff?
2: I mean, here's the thing. I respect that he's
0: trying to come up with something.
2: Because <laughs> yes, nobody yes. else there is coming up with anything.
0: <sighs> Jeremy, what did you think about this segment? We still haven't even got your thoughts and <laughs> oh, we, we effectively anything... we, we timed you out. Three hundred seconds. Anything
3: Bray Wyatt does is amazing. I love this dude. He should have the pen. Moving on to okay? super
0: chats. Uh, Matt J <laughs> Hendricks says, "I'm convinced Alexa was driving the ambulance." That w- that is Joe Holbert's dream angle, I believe. <laughs> like, come on, we're getting a good thousand words out of Joe Holbert if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> Anakin says producers yelling, What are you doing? for two minutes at an ambulance. Not my idea of entertaining TV, but what do True. I know? No, here's the thing. I was very entertained by it. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it was good, but yeah, it was go. entertaining. Uh, epic Enlightened Rant debut is greater than Epic Triggered Rant. I disagree. Epic triggered rants do numbers for us every single time. And again, JMT says, Sean, if I give you $20, can you cut a promo on my ex? No, but if you use the code Fightful at Manscaped.com, you'll get 20% off and your dick will do the talking for itself, my friend. And you'll have those smooth nuts. That's the only promo you need. Drew Nicholas says, Firefly Funhouse is backstage, but also a parallel universe. Nothing about this gimmick is special anymore. WWE really hashtag FTF, F that fiend. I don't have a problem with it being backstage. Where the hell else is it going to be? Like, we think he's floating around in the galaxy somewhere?
2: Yeah. Yeah. The idea is, no, the idea should be that wherever the hell the Firefly Funhouse match took place, that's where the Firefly Funhouse is. Like, that, that didn't take place on this plane of existence. Fair. That was John Cena, like, going into Bray Wyatt's mind. That's the way they should have played this thing from the beginning. I've said that since last fall. They've they've ventured into weird places where it doesn't make any sense anymore because they're never consistent. For for sometimes it is in this weirder plane of existence. Sometimes it's not. They need to be, pick one and at least be consistent with it.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll accept that argument. And Jeremy's just
2: yes,
3: yes,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> like,
3: well, what more do you want from this company? Okay. This is- it should be on an alternate dimension somewhere.
0: Guys, subscribe to FIFAselect.com. Every week I do a Q&A show. I got a backstage report show with 20 plus minutes of exclusives. Alex has at least two episodes of Sour Graps per week. Steven Jensen does The Weekender. You now have, uh, there are two monthly, or two retro reviews this month. Myself and Throwback uh, reviewing, I think it was WrestleMania 14. And then we got SummerSlam 2000. We got dozens of those shows in the archives. Plus, I'm breaking news every damn day. I've had stuff up. All this week, a wrestler that was meant for a big push before the COVID era. Uh, Some of the producers that were getting put over by NXT talent. To me, um, I broke a lot of stuff on uh, the WWE wrestlers that supposedly were contacting AEW. Everybody, not so much. Thunderdome testing, we've had a lot of news on that. Go check it out. It's the most direct way to support us. Dizzy C says, "I'm tired of Braun. His acting is terrible. He's been broken down since late 2018, and looks like he's two years away from moving like Taker. He's just boring. People complain about the Shield, Brock, and even Corbin, but I'd take them all over Braun. I would not take Corbin over Braun. No, no. Shield no, no, no business. Shield and Brock. Sure. Come on. <laughs> As for how he's moving, yeah, but he needs to tear stuff up and have short matches. If they yeah. can, if they can." bring back Goldberg for how he was protected 20 years
3: ago. They can just do the same with Braun, Jeremy. I I agree. I don't, they're not going to. He's been bad as a champion. It's not fully his fault, but nothing about this run has been inspiring. Well, it was never supposed
2: to be him at all. Like, Roman was supposed to be in this spot. Yeah.
3: Roman yeah, we'll was still supposed do to... something. Like, that's no excuse not to do something with it.
2: Well, oh, absolutely. But I'm saying, like, they, they had no plans where they put the belt on him to begin with. They were like, well, it can't be Goldberg, and it's not going to be Roman. Uh, Braun, come back from Wisconsin on no hour's notice. Will
3: Should've Whip tight on Goldberg, don't at
0: me. Will where said, Sean, what do you mean where's the Firefly, Firefly Funhouse going to be? It's in an alternate dimension. Do you even watch WWE? Hashtag FTF. Please shave Adam bald. <laughs> Adam and shave his self bald with uh, Manscaped.com and that code Fightful. Throwback 27 says, moment of silence for the city of Boston because of COVID has us in the shitter. Wish this weekend could have happened. This was going to be a wicked yeah. pisser, but nope. <laughs> now Bayley versus Sasha. Saving it for SummerSlam 5. Can't wait. 2025. I love it. I love it. Justin Lopez says, Sonia needs time to heal, so I agree with the Loser Leaves WWE stipulation. Hopefully the situation hasn't turned her off so much that she doesn't actually return. She was killing it the last few months. I think Sonia will be good at anything she tries to do. She is awesome. Uh, Avery Dunn wraps up our Super Chats by saying, Ha, 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 ha. With eye and tongue emojis. And says, first, Thunderdome was disappointing. Shame, because this is the first main roster show in a while I've been excited about. Jimmy Van was right. Lipstick on a pig, man. (laughs) I I was excited for it. I was hyped for it. My wife wanted to watch it with me. She came in. She looked at it. She said, eh.
2: (laughs) the this is the thing about it. And I I hope most people aren't fooled by the laser light shows and the fireworks and the pyro and the screens... With faces on them and it, this was never about production that was never the real problem with what's going on with WWE. The problem is creative yeah. or the lack thereof
0: i mean, I mean there's, there's some problems with production
2: there's some problems with productions, <laughs> but it's not it's not I mean, if I, listen i'll watch crazy camera cuts in a broom closet with one swinging light bulb if the storylines are great and the matches are great like i, I but but neither of those things are great right now because because the, the matches don't have good storylines within them so
0: if I miss your super chats, guys, uh, just send them with stars next to it because I realize that I have missed a couple. Uh, someone said that you got to break uh, Matt Riddle's ankle in order to collect the bounty. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're if you getting specific with it like that, that that's the thing. Corbin should add qualifiers to it each time. Oh no, that's not good enough. You got to do this. You got to break at least three toes to collect on
3: this bounty
0: and that's how he gets his match that's how he gets his match uh jeremy tell the people what you're up to this week
3: i have no idea um <laughs> tew series tomorrow i don't we're booking some stuff uh i'm hosting the takeover post show with alex we'll hopefully just talk about basketball
1: no problem most of yeah,
3: basketball no my team sucks so i don't want to talk about basketball Not mine uh, <laughs> distraction every thursday send joe nice messages and yeah i'm uh, always on the website so check it out
0: yeah we bust balls but joe is great uh dante v says retribution has entered the chat and now they wear yellow hashtag ftf that is green the group known as retribution it's a
2: greenish yellow i mean we're 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 trying out some different color schemes because the all black is really uh it's slimming for some people but not great for others
0: (laughs) tell the people where they can find you
2: uh, you can follow me uh, besides at, the
0: Amway Center, right?
2: <laughs> at uh, Alex Sour Graps on the Twitter. Uh Also, I do the Sour Graps show uh, t- twice a week. Not don't have one tomorrow because I would be talking about this one. But instead, tomorrow I'll be talking about NXT, which is turning into Wednesday Night Raw as we speak. Oh, I just yeah. want to give it a quick out, sh- a shout out to the sponsor of Sour Graps, which is uh, Lemonade. Lemonade, yeah. it gives me that sour power. L- lemonade, I love it.
0: I drink that 15-calorie uh, Minute made Fruit Punch mm. jam. That's that's my, mm-hmm. that's my stuff, man. Mm-hmm. That's my stuff now. That uh, and your
3: monster energy drinks. I'm sure those go well together.
0: <laughs> I don't know if Zach sent an actual super chat, but he said, Sonya was good, but now the match is meaningless. No loser ever leaves WWE. I nope. think you're being too pessimistic because, yep. yeah, yeah. Until next time, guys, I will be here uh, tomorrow night with a Triple H media call. Jeremy and Alex are here tomorrow night to review NXT. Aren't a lot of matches, so make sure you send in those super chats, get your questions or statement read. I am here Sunday with uh, John Alba reviewing SummerSlam in the Thunderdome.
3: Thunderdome! Harped off the Thunderdome.
0: Until next time, guys, we're out.